0: This is life with Monica Matthews. Somebody's gotta say it. Step three in becoming a successful employee: number one was bringing a, a complete person to the job. Number two is checking your attitude, and number three is drumroll, please, communication. <laughs> it's the dreaded C word. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Why is it so hard for us? I can tell you why. Fear Fear is the number one reason that most of you will not sit down. You would rather pull your toenails out than have to sit down with management and communicate a need or a desire or a frustration. Ah, uh, which is why we have h r departments. I understand that, okay. And then some people can't stay out of the h r department's office. You know, it's just one complaint, one thing after another, because you just are so offended by everything. But these are for you more level-headed people, because I know that's who listens to me, right? These are for you folks who are grown people, right? You want to be adults. I know it's not always easy, but we're on the right path. So successful ways to communicate, well, you can start with seeking to understand, moreover, needing to be understood, or worse, having to be right. So seek to understand. I'm going to say that again. Seek to understand, because this will work wonders in your personal life. Seek to understand, moreover, needing to be understood. Most of us communicate like be actors. Have you ever seen, you know bad acting when you see it, because the one, one person is like in the middle of, you know, there's two people on the screen. One person's in the middle of their script, and the other person's just, when they respond, it's like they were just waiting to get those lines out. You know why? Because they were. They didn't even hear what the other person's lines were. All they were concerned about was getting their line out. <laughs> and that's called someone not being in the moment. That is called someone who just came to say what they had to say, and they weren't interested in what the other person had to say. And when we get to that point, most of us are so worked up because we've we've created this litany of uh, frustrations, of uh, offenses, affronts. You know, you you name it, uh, slights. You know, well, why not me? Um, you know, all the jealousy stuff comes into play. And so, by the time we sit down with someone, it just blah blah blah. <laughs> it just all comes out. Or we sit there in silence and we're frustrated because we're not understood. Well, how are you supposed to be understood if you don't know how to communicate what you need? So the first place to start to get to the bottom of what you need is by knowing what you need. Part of step two was checking your attitude, and part of step one is bring a complete person. Well, that's prioritizing your life. What are your priorities in the workplace? What do you need from your job? And what is realistic and what is unrealistic? Those are, only, those are things that only you can answer as an employee. And your employer will either be able to accommodate or they can't. Very simple I say that not lightly because I know we all have bills to pay and we need jobs. But I think if we could step outside of the fear long enough to sit down and communicate and and understand that, you know, the main reason why we don't is because we're afraid. We're afraid of consequences. We're afraid of retribution. We are afraid of power shifts because, let's be real, once you get honest with someone, your cards have been exposed. And so now you're trusting whether or not that person could be trusted with what you've given them. There's a power shift that can occur with information. But I'm going to encourage you not to be concerned about that because you're taking your own power back by getting honest and by communicating effectively, not like children, you know, what your needs are. I call it reconciling. I call it reconciling. Like I said, don't wait till you have a litany of complaints or concerns. Keep a running tab of things that are important to you to address, maybe on a little notepad at your desk, not as a record of wrongs. Because that that those end up being accusation-based rather than points of interest for what? Reconciliation. We reconcile our finances and our personal budgets, state and federal budgets, although that's that leaves a lot to be admired these days. But our corporate budgets, we're constantly we're constantly reconciling numbers, but I think we neglect the fact that communication is a form of reconciling accounts. and it's an it's an important step in adding to the bottom line or subtracting. We are always adding or subtracting or dividing or multiplying. So which one are you? Are you an addition type employee? Are you a multiplication? What are you multiplying, actually? What are you adding to? And are you subtracting and dividing? If you're subtracting and dividing and in and in, in, in negativity, and uh, bad attitudes every day that you come in, it's probably time for you to check yourself and find another place of employment. But I would encourage you to start with checking, writing down. What are things that you can work through on your own? What are things that if you would just stop and communicate with yourself about things that are really piling up and adding up in people and attitudes and expectations and, you know, you feel like you've been overlooked or, you know, Those types of things that just gnaw at you, they eat at you, they're like drips, they're like bad IV drips of just poison that drip, drip, drip. They're toxic every day and then you become toxic and you don't even know why and you're frustrated and you can't help it. This is a way that you can help it. Sit down and reconcile your accounts. There are no absolutes with humans. There's just not. We need an enormous amount of gap. We got to give it and we've got to be able to receive it. Some people are addicted. Here's another reason people don't communicate because many people are addicted to drama. I dated a guy once who said to me, Monica, some people are just not happy unless they're not happy. (laughs) And you know who those people are. Maybe it's you. (laughs) So, And if so, no need to beat yourself up over it. Sit down and get honest. Get out a notepad and get honest about what it is that feeds your drama, your need for drama. Some people need to be needed. They feel like if everyone around them is is coming to them for information or more gossip or more of this, then you're, you're needed. Well, that's a bad way to be needed, especially in the workplace. Because can I tell you something? People know who you are. And if you're the person talking about others and they come to you to get information about other people, trust me when I tell you, no one likes you. No one, and no one trusts you. And you are extremely expendable. So don't be that person. And the only reason we become that person again is because we're jealous and coveting. And the only reason we fall into those traps is because we refuse to get honest about what our own needs are and we're too freaking afraid to ask for it. Don't be that person. You don't have to be. So communication. So circling back around to the list that you can compile of maybe th- of maybe things that you see that are not working either in your lane as an employee or as the company as a whole, again keeping an, an account not as a record of complaints and wrongs, but so that if one day you're called in to reconcile or you actually uh, gin up the courage to go you know ask for the appointment yourself. Then your attitude can always be one of how can we make this place better? How can I? How can I add to the company? And these are things, these are deficiencies that I see that uh, I'd like to know how to remedy, or how do you plan on remedying this? Or how can we work together with management and and with me as your employee? Um, I think it. I think your attitude is just important about as to your why. Why are you showing up to go over these things? But it is important to keep a list. Again, if these are things that you can work through on your own, okay, these are frustrations you have, you know, take an honest assessment. These are things that we could do in our personal lives too. But whenever it comes to the workplace, um, it's really not as scary as we make it. And I've always been that employee that got the vacation time. I got the extra this. I got the bonus. I got the raise for one reason. I asked for it. I always asked for what I wanted. And generally speaking, I got it. I didn't demand it. I just asked. And you'd be amazed how far you can get with that. Another reason for keeping the list is to have a bench, you know, a list of benchmarks that you can keep in front of you. I love that word, that you can keep in front of you. And as you hit them, you know, you mark that off your list and, and, you, um, and you keep moving forward, forward motion. Uh, and then you take your power back. Again, this is about your life and you becoming successful. It's not all about your company, but this is where you spend the majority of your life. So, you know, you're not a slave to to a corporation. You're not uh, just an employee. You can be a successful human being all the way around. And I always tell my daughter, always remember to show up as an asset wherever you go, as opposed to, a liability. So I think these steps can help you out. You can follow me, Monica on your talk on Twitter, the Monica Matthews on Facebook, subscribe to my podcast at iTunes. And I'm on Monday through Friday with all kinds of conversations. Thank you for sharing my podcast as well. And uh, be kind to each other beginning in your own mirror. I love you. Have a good day.